I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere. You know, the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover. And you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Well, well, well. Look who the cat dragged in. The Book Club Babes. Hello. The Book Club Babes. No! Hello. We match no. today. We, we both do got match. Our glasses on and a hooders in a, a little floppy oh. bun. Floppy bun because I haven't showered since the weekend, all weekend. I, oh, Why dirty would... club babes. Oh, hell yeah, beach. I shower when you don't have to go out in public. Hey, exactly. that's a problem when you work from home, though. I'll literally go like, well, no, I'll not wash my hair for like five days. I'll still yeah. wash my bod. My body. Right? Yeah. 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 I hop in the shower and wash my bod, but like fuck my hair who cares yeah honestly i will and especially because when i'm working from home literally like you can't tell that my hair is greasy on a screen just no. in real life you'd be like <laughs> you got a sheen girl <laughs> you got those natural oils helping your hair be like um healthy and shit oily oils oils, oils. oil spills maybe i need to use some dawn power wash in this <laughs> 
<laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, love that stuff. Anyways, now you know our bathing habits. <laughs> Yuck. So what you reading? <laughs> OMG. So I finished. Tell me, tell me, tell me. What did I finish? Oh, I finished All the Light. <laughs> five fucking stars. Five stars. That was a damn good book. Was that I the know. Hi- yep. historical fiction? Oh, shoot, yep. girl. Yep. Shoot. It was really good. Really well written. I just. Whew, it was good. I would not recommend um, starting with the audio and then diving into the book, like the physical book halfway through. It was a little confusing. However, once I caught, once I like picked up on what was Mm. going down. Also, because they're all like foreign names, Mm. Mm -hmm. listening to it, I wasn't picking up on it because I'm very much a visual name person. Like I won't remember somebody's name until I see it. So anyway, once I started reading it, I understood and was able to anyway good 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 book and then i also read daisy darker not a good book did not enjoy that one oh, <laughs> the twist was just like oh womp, womp. yeah like uh. anyway if you liked that book tell me why you liked it well my opinion could be swayed but i just didn't really it was also like um I think I've learned that I don't love a, like, island tide book where they can't leave with the tide. Uh, yeah. I don't love one of those books. And I also don't think that I love, like, deep-seated family drama. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know those books mm-hmm. that are just all about, and then they go into the past, and it's like, they're a dysfunctional family. They're like, save your drama for your mama. <laughs> Truly. But it's just like too much. I'm like, well, obviously you guys all hate e- like each other. Each other. Shit's fucked. Look, look at the way you treat each other. Fuck. Exactly. Anyway, so that book was three stars. I think I gave it. But now I started reading The Quarry Girls, which um has really good ratings on Goodreads, and I'm excited about. Mm. But I'm want. I really. I bought um. The House in the I Pines. Saw. I saw yeah. that. It looks like a really pretty book, too. Yeah. And I think it's going to be really good, but Deb wants to read it with me, so I have to wait. <laughs> Hurry up, Deb. It was so hard because she's reading Mad Honey with us now, and mm-hmm. she doesn't like to read more than one book at once. So mm-hmm. she's like, well, we got you got to wait. And I was like, oh, I don't want to. But it looks so good. I want to read it now. I know. The guy at the bookstore was like, you going to read this this afternoon? And I was like, okay. <laughs> Anyway, what are you doing? Hor- it's horse my bath? arm. <laughs> you got a, I'm a bit of a horse. <laughs> You've got oink, a cloth oink. in there. <laughs> Under my pits. Yeah. You're a monkey. Yeah, squeaky clean. <laughs> no, you're a monkey. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't it be ooh ooh ah ah? No, I think monkeys go. <laughs> oh. oh, I thought they go. On a scale of one to ten, how much do you hate us? Just wondering. Oh, we're amazing. Uh, okay, sorry. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's all that I'm reading. But I did watch a good movie last night. But I'm also curious about what you're reading. I don't want to well, just but, talk and talk. But I want to know what the movie. You can't just say I watched a good movie last night. Anyways, what do you? Hey, I actually recommend this movie, and I can tell you that no dogs die. And the movie is called Dog. And it's got Channing Tatum in it. And there's a scene where it's raining and he's wearing a white t-shirt. 
Oh, girl. Oh, shoot, girl. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. Anyway, highly recommend that movie. It's okay, about, okay. It's about um like a retired military dog who was like in Afghanistan and stuff and its handler dies and Channing Tatum needs to take the dog to the funeral on like a road trip, but the dog has become like hundred percent feral like just like has to wear this like bane ass looking muzzle and and it's just i at the very beginning of the movie i looked at marty and i called the whole story arc like i was like i know exactly how this is gonna go and it was exactly what i thought and it was beautiful (laughs) and it was what you needed and it was lovely and everything oh my god yeah did you cry um, at all yes of course okay okay yeah but not because i'm I'm crying just at the story that you're telling yeah. me I'm and like, it's a german it's a cute little german chef i love german shepherds you've got to watch you've got to watch this movie it was worth it i didn't check my phone once which is a sign of a good movie if you ask because i'm usually like oh my god just be on my phone and like yeah Dude, watch dog and tell me what you think because it was okay and yeah okay. so th- this is funny though because I saw them. We, Marty's like, are you interested? We couldn't figure out what to fucking watch last night. We wanted to watch as, a movie together. As you do. Yes. Yeah. And he always denies all of my choices. Like, mm-hmm. but to be fair, I do choose like pretty Caitlin centered choices, but it is what it is. Anyway. So then um, he's like, well, would you watch that dog movie? Because it's new. It just came out. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes, but does the dog die? And he's like, no. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw like an interview with Channing Tatum where he said that the dog doesn't die. And I was like, okay, perfect. Let's do it. I'm like, you're 100% sure the dog doesn't die. And he's like, well, I'm not 100% sure. And I was like, well, I need you to be 100%. I need the 110% approval before this presses play. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm giving away a little bit of it, but... I think that's important for people with like bleeding hearts like you and I to know mm-hmm. before getting mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. If someone said the dog is going to die, I wouldn't watch the fucking movie. Like I just mm-hmm. wouldn't be interested. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I've been talking for like 17 hours. What are you reading and watching and doing? <laughs> I feel like I'm not doing much, but I am reading the hate. I'm still listening to the hate you give by Angie Thomas. I think I've got like a half an hour left. So oh, good. Dang girl. Love so that it book. today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm cleaning my house, I'll finish mm-hmm, it today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I picked up Lost Girls by Caitlin Rother. I Ooh. think it's a based on a true story or something like that. But I've only like two chapters in, essentially. So Noise. 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 Yeah. That sounds good. I also forgot to mention that I'm listening to Change of Heart by Jody Pico. Mm. Oh, which oh. I'm fairly certain I've read. Oh, okay. But I cannot remember how it ends. Linda suggested that in the Facebook group. She's like, if you haven't, if you're looking for more, yeah. Look, so I was like, on well, that. I trust Linda's recommendation. She's mm-hmm. pretty, and she's pretty um like stingy with the five star. She doesn't just oh, hand yes. those out. So I was like, I can oh, see yeah, that. Is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, but everything sounds so familiar. I can't call what's gonna happen next but as it's happening i'm like oh yeah i remember this Mm -hmm. so and i told linda that and she's like you're an avid reader and this book is fairly old so you probably have read it at some point and i was like story would check out 
other than that, I'm not watching anything. I'm not listening to anything. I've been listening to The Hate You Give anytime I have a second, so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You gotta watch Dog. Yes, I'll watch. Maybe we'll watch that tonight. You should. Justin would like it. Marty liked it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, before we jump in, I've got a few new babes in the group. Okay. What up? May, Taylor, D or Die? Hello. Sorry. One of those two. Ashley, Hope, and Daniela. Hello. Hi. 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 Welcome to the book club, babes. Admission one foot pick so that we can sell it. <laughs> no, you just kidding. Don't, don't send, send us. Any. Don't send it. Admission one pet pick. Yes, so that our hearts can get warm. Okay. All right. Should we? Let's talk about this book. Yeah. Okay. You can shop from anywhere, doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. This week, we are reading Olivia 7 to Olivia 9. Fun for me. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and I start. I'm just so. going to sit back and relax. Yes, please do, because I've got a fucking novel here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we are with Olivia, and it is May 7th to 8th. It is five months after. So, Olivia dreams that Asher is sitting on the side of her bed with his lips sewn shut with red thread. Ew. Ew, 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 ew. ew. I have to say, I read, um, what's that guy's name? Steven something. He wrote Perks of Being a Wallflower. Remember how he, I told you that he wrote that scary book and I read it and it was so mm-hmm. fucking long? There's like a, there's like a part of that book where their lips are sewn shut and it just like gave me like, ugh. I hate any time that's like, even in Hocus Pocus, I'm like, ugh, I don't like that. Uh, 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 that just says so fucked, eh? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Anyway, okay. So in this dream, he pulls out a list from his pocket with three names written on it and the first two are crossed out. So it's her father, Lily, those two are crossed out and then his own name, Asher. She wakes up, she goes out to get the paper, and she sees that someone has added some nice little decor to her white barn, and that is, in red spray paint, the word murderer. Oh. (laughs) So she obviously calls, please, Mike comes. Um, She feels the distance between them. 
obviously. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He doesn't know who did it. He apologizes to her for it all, saying that she doesn't deserve any of it, which is interesting because, Mike, you arrested her fucking son. Yeah, you (laughs) You you put it all in motion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Jordan wakes up and he's pissed that she didn't wake him. Um, He says that this is all part of the process. And she realizes that he's mad because he can't protect them, not because of her. Um, She goes to make sure that Asher is awake and finds him outside cleaning the paint off the barn. So that I feel I feel like that was kind of like some good like symbolism almost where it's like, I don't know. And he's just kind of doing it like sad. Yeah. Um. So now it's a, we're in court today. Ava is testifying. The prosecutor asks her questions about Lily's school activities. Um. She asks her if fencing required her to be coordinated, or was she clumsy? And she asks about the stairs at the house. We can see where this is going. Essentially, she's just trying to say that there's no way Lily could have fallen because she was so great at fencing, etc. Graceful. Graceful. Um. She asks about Lily's transition and about her middle school experience. We find out that her father um, hated her feminine side. So he sent her. This is this is when she was in middle school. So it was mm-hmm. when she was still with their father and everything. Mm-hmm. But he hated her feminine side. So he sent her to an all boys private school where she had to wear a coat and tie which is just like mm. so fucking rude. Mm-hmm. Like, geez, mm-hmm. Louise. Obviously, Lily rebels. Um, her father was angry and ended up, this is fucked, and I hate this so much, and ended up buzzing all of her hair off. Um, talk about like someone. Oh, that's just so violating. Like, yeah. that's just so mm-hmm. not, and it's simple, but it's just wrong. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Ava comes home. Yeah. Ava comes home, finds her like comatose on the ground. She's like not doing well. So she takes her and they leave. And once Lily's hair grew back, she was enrolled in school again. And at that point, she was living her life as a girl. So at Point Crest, which is the school where shit hits the fan, her father showed up unannounced to... Actually, I think we find that out later. But her father shows up unannounced and outs her to all of her friends. And then we have the incident. Um, and then we have the surgery. Um, her father is livid about all of this. And he takes this as a personal attack. And she felt rejected by him. They ask, is there a reason? Sorry, the prosecution asked Ava, is there a reason you didn't tell the state that Lily was transgender? And this was Ava's response. Is there a reason I had to? Lily was a girl, a girl who fell in love with the wrong boy. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at this point, Olivia is remembering how when she told Brayden she was pregnant, um, the whole, like how that came to be. So she was obviously pregnant, but she hadn't told him yet. And he was furious because she fell asleep. Uh, and like had a nap in the afternoon and he couldn't get a hold of her and like didn't believe that she had napped and so she ended up like blurting it out like as a way to be like no this is proof i'm pregnant Mm -hmm. um and 
after that he obviously love bombs her and treats her like super well and he ends up telling her that now they are inseparable which is probably not what you want to hear no (laughs) and like maybe not the thing to say to Uh -uh. when you like (laughs) oh good now we're inseparable yeah oh okay cool um and for years she hid the fact that brayden was abusive and the only thing that made her willing to reveal how bad it was to anyone was her fear for Asher. So that's what she's thinking about. Back to trial. Uh, the prosecution is still questioning Ava. She walks them through when she first met Asher, if she knew that they, her and Lily, or Asher and Lily were intimate the day and the day that she found Lily. Um, she asked if Lily had ever discussed if she should tell Asher that she is transgender. Ava says yes, um, and that she thought that she should, but Lily was worried he'd hate her like her father did, which is very valid. I feel mm-hmm. like that is <laughs> so valid. Of course. Um, Especially Olivia- with all of our other experiences of being either outed or confiding in somebody and yes. it all turning around. Yes. Like Traumatic. this all makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. And this is somebody that she like loves. Mm-hmm. Like, and everything's Capital great. Capital L-O-V. Yeah. Right? Like everything's great. Why would you want to potentially ruin it? Like, I mm-hmm. totally understand where she's coming from. So Olivia, um, at this point, Olivia is feeling that Ava is a better mother than she is, which is like maybe kind of true. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> um, and she's had, at this point, we find out fully that Olivia is having doubts about Asher. Like she's like, maybe he did it, um, which sucks, I think. I don't know, mm-hmm. though. It's very complicated. Jordan questions Ava now. She confirms that she liked Asher, and that's why she thought that Lily should confide in him. Jordan essentially proves that Ava has no proof that Lily did tell Asher. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to debunk. He's trying to debunk the mm-hmm. trans panic. Yeah. Um, wrote. Yes. Excuse me. The next morning, Asher isn't there. Jordan goes out to check for him in the car, and Olivia rushes downstairs to check on the gun cabinet. The gun is there. She is relieved. She finds him in the treehouse. He's wrapped in a blanket that she tries to take from him, but he tells her that it smells like Lily, and it was really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, Back in court, it's Maya's turn to take the stand. She is a wreck. Um... She gets asked a bunch of questions and then asks how Asher met Lily. So we find out that Dirk was hitting on Lily, but not taking the hint that she was not interested. And then Asher showed up and he saw what was going on. So he told Dirk that he'd already asked her out, even though he hadn't. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they went on an actual date and then they started being exclusive. So, like, right from the beginning, Asher is saving Lily from Dirk. Mm-hmm. Which, ugh, I hate him. Right? I've got new suspicions now. Like, I think probably oh, we okay. all do based on okay. the mm-hmm. testimony. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, I'm still curious about Dirk. And if we don't get, in the last quarter, if we don't get any more info about Dirk, I'm going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. Because is he a red herring or is he for real, you know? True. Yes. Okay. maya tells the court about a time that she was sleeping at lily's house and saw bruises all over her there is also a selfie as proof of this 
She tells the court about how she once saw Asher grab Lily at a fencing tournament because she was talking to another guy and Lily told him to stop because he was hurting her. Um, Asher has an outburst after that saying that that's not what happened. Maya, what the fuck are you doing? And that is when we find out that Maya's testimony from the prosecution standpoint was simply to get Asher to explode while the jury watched. It worked. Yeah. Uh, now it's Jordan's turn to question Maya. He brings up Lily's suicide attempt, which Maya didn't know about. Um, she also didn't know that Lily was transgender because she didn't want anyone to know, did she? This is what Jordan's mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. So he thinks that he's proved his point and Maya is now hurt because she doesn't know anything about her best friend. Um, and court is adjourned. Return tomorrow with the defendant's evidence. Olivia remembers finding Asher once when he was a kid i don't like this part but with the drowned chicken when he was little saying that it was thirsty um i guess this is her remembering like thinking that he could be a murderer because he killed a chicken yeah that like telltale sign of yeah but he didn't i don't think he meant to like he was really (laughs) little i don't know i don't know though um jordan says that asher is not going on the stand jordan is bringing in the doctor who performed lily's surgery all right dirk has left asher a message however asher is not able to return it as the judge's orders curious about that i've I've still got my eyes on dirk so i'm making dirk notes um olivia has new bees for celine's hive asher goes with her to introduce them he asks her why she hasn't asked him whether he did it yet. And she says, do I need to? And it's a very awkward moment where she could have told Asher that she believed him and that it was all good, but she didn't. And so there's this like really awkward tension mm-hmm. between them. Um, she tells him that there's nothing he could say to her that would make her love him less. And at that point, that's what he says that he told Lily to. Um, Asher asks what the new queen bee's name is. And Olivia was thinking of naming her Billie Eilish. But instead, she suggests Lily and Asher approves. That is sweet. Okay. Over to you, girlfriend. Oh. Over to you. Thanks, Caitlin. <laughs> and now we have Chantel Blakely coming in live from the field. Tell us what's happening over there, Chantel. <laughs> well, thanks, Caitlin. It's a sunny <laughs> but cold day here in the field. And... <laughs> okay. Um, this is two months before. They are eating apple pie with cheese Mm-mm. at the diner. My dad no. eats that. That's what my how my dad. I know. Eats I apple think my pie. dad does too. But no, I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever eaten it. To be honest, it's just I don't. Mm-hmm. Cheddar cheese on your apple pie. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, Maya and Lily attended a hockey game and. I'm sorry, but that's not how hockey quite works. The goalies don't serve penalties. Yes, this is what I thought. I I thought that was weird. Yeah. Is there literally no way that a goalie could have a penalty? 
well a goalie can have a penalty but they don't serve their own penalties they have oh, like they'd somebody have to put a player a different player mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like sacrifice you can't, someone like, else you can't take the goalie out of the net and be like that's what okay because <laughs> then it's just like free free for all i don't know if that's what they were trying to get at or anyways that's not how hockey works but okay anyways <laughs> idiot 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 <laughs> okay <laughs> Maybe watch a hockey. You know, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. That's like that's like something I would do if I was writing about hockey. I'd be like, I know enough to write this. The goalie is out serving a penalty. penalty. And also, I'll have to make a note. I have to say this, but they said that Dirk was also like an assistant captain, which is also not a thing goalies do. They do not serve as captains or assistant captains. Yes. So. Idiot. Idiot. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Um. There. After the game, there's a party at Dirk's. Um. Asher spends the whole night talking with Maya and Lily. They're insistent on this cheese pie, apple pie thing. Um. They go to the diner. There's talk about Adams, about winter, about the past, and then um they start thinking or this makes Lily start thinking about the future and what that could hold. Um, Maya goes to the bathroom, and at this point, Asher asks Lily out. And Lily's first response is, are you sure? What about Maya? (laughs) (laughs) And his response is cute. Like, I'm not asking her, I'm asking you. Like, go out with me, kind of thing. Um, When Maya returns, they're holding hands, and she's like, about time. Like, hello, I've been noticing this since you first started talking. Sparks were flying. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, this sparks a reflection back into the past. Um, Lily's only had one boyfriend before Asher, and that was Jonah. And Ooh. his his words to her when they started dating was, no matter what happens, we stay friends. Because it sounded like they were good friends first, so um the first date with asher happens about a week later september 9th they go skating that's my at b-day the... 29th not your b-day i thought you said the 9th 29th wrong sorry wrong um they go skating at the arena it's just them alone which is really cute um asher brings her a pair of skates which are men's skates and it's just like one of those small little reminders of how it felt from childhood being given boy things i would say that's Uh, a trigger yes a trigger definitely um though she puts that aside and they end up having fun he's teaching her how to skate um he she falls and he notices the scars on her wrist she explains that it was a car accident that happened two years ago on valentine's day so it seems like she obviously tells like half truths essentially but Mm -hmm. she does feel awful about it and she also says like i can't tell him about everything on my on our first date which true true i wouldn't um mm -mm, mm -mm, neither would i (laughs) um then they end up smooching on the ice which sounds really cold so (laughs) yeah um then lily makes a list of the six best moments of one week with asher 
Um, number six is the abandoned lifeguards uh, tower, them talking and hanging out there, kissing in front of the hockey bros, um, eating hope cakes in the cafeteria and holding hands. And this is when they became a official couple. Oh, fish. Official. Him watching her fence and also him drawing like one of her drawing her like one of his French girls in the field. Ooh. That's cute. It's cute. She even takes her top off and everything. No, that's cute. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That just gave me like the epitome Young of love. Like, teen it yam. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. cute. cute. Um, and then finally, the best thing was him listening to her play cello and like a sweet swan song, which was beautiful. Um, as the weeks go on, they reveal small bits of information about themselves and their worries and their hopes and everything like that. But of course, all of Lily's are half truths. Um, Maya ends up wanting to know all the deets, and this makes Lily wonder if she's a good friend or if she's trying to be part of the relationship, which, mm, is that another red herring? I don't know, probably. Okay. Um, she meets Asher's mom, Olivia, for the first time, and they are having, like, talking about bees and blah 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 interacting and eventually she says i like her which aka means this boy is my world so be careful essentially to lily um that evening it sounds like lily has a sexy dream well they it doesn't sound like she does have a sexy dream with um asher and she calls these spoicy and she calls these night visitors it's like a symptom of her surgery essentially which honestly sounds kind of (laughs) great i know it's like i mean what's wrong with that just because you gotta pee you yeah you got an orgasm okay 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 yeah (laughs) um Then Asher gets to meet Lily's mom for the first time, who is in full ranger mode, and they're on a hike. Uh, They see a rare bird, which her mom flips out about. Um, They end up having dinner. um, And then Asher is looking at photos of Lily when she was younger, and then notices a young boy that could be Lily's twin. I love this. Um, I reread it. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I read it twice because I loved it. Yes. It was good. Um, Automatically, she tells Asher that that's my cousin Liam and he died from leukemia. And then Lily's mom says, we'll always love Liam. He was a great kid. Oh, I just love that her mom, like, there's Mm -hmm. the double meaning there. Yeah, I loved that. She is a good mom. Later on, they're at a fencing tournament at Dartmouth. It sounds like everybody's there. Maya, her mom, Asher all came to watch and support her. Um, Her final match, she got through. It sounds like she is very, very good at it. She like destroyed her other opponents, but her final match was very tough. Um, And then she feels like she hears Jonah's voice, which it is. This, This triggers another flashback to her. Um... She's fencing, but she hears a commotion and her dad is there, drunk. 
she wins the match and her dad is saying that's my kid that's my boy his name is liam not lily i named him and he's being drug out by security it's awful obviously this triggers john jonah and sorel to say like who dad like Mm -hmm. is that actually your dad or like who's the guy at the fencing tournament Mm -hmm. um lily ends up confiding in sorel and sorel's like so yeah like everybody already knows this so whatever (laughs) no real empathy for her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it turns out then that Jonah obviously was more worried about his own image like a loser. Um, and truly, he's the one who should go fuck himself when he tells 100%. Lily. 100%. Yes, yes. Um, so, snap back to reality. Oh, there oh, goes gravity. There goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, 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 I think I need oh, to oh, learn oh, the rest of the lyrics to that yes. part. Because I only know... <laughs> Oh, oh, back to reality. Reality. oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there oh. goes rabbity. Something or oh, other. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, there goes rabbit. Okay, hold on. Snap. Back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes rabbit. He choked. He's so mad, but he won't give up that easy. No, he won't. I lost it. <laughs> wow, spit them bars, Kate. I got him. Oh. I got him. I got him. I can do it. <laughs> Not that good, though. Snap. Back to reality. All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, turns out obviously it is Jonah. He goes to Dartmouth now, um, and he confronts her and tells her, "I'm really sorry for what I did. It was a terrible thing. I've been thinking about you a lot." Um, Lily notices that there is something different in his face. Maybe sadness, maturity, like he's maybe experienced something. IDK, I fucking hate this guy. He doesn't deserve do. her forgiveness. No, no. I, I wish doesn't. that she had just been like, fuck, fuck you, you. And yeah. get the fuck out of my face. Yes, yes. But I think at the um, same time, she's worried because he has knowledge. Like, he has power over her because he has true, knowledge. True. And, like, she has just been, like, with Asher for, like, a yeah. week. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, she's, and, like, like she's got ready. this yeah. great new life. And it's, like, mm-hmm. he just has to say one one fucking thing. And she exactly. feels like it would take everything away from her. Everything away from her. Exactly. Ugh. He asks if she's okay and if she's happy, which she responds that she is. He says that she deserves it and hugs her. And she, like, falls into his hug and is loving the hug, essentially. But enter Asher, and now shit hits the fan. He, Jonah introduces himself as her former boyfriend, and then like, just is what like, "What a fucking I tool!" Could have just said, "I'm an old friend." Blah. Honestly, and goodbye. Obviously, he's still a little bit icky. Or you don't even need to give a title. No, like you could just, just be like, "Oh, hey, introduce man, your name." Yeah, we used to know each other, Jonah. Yeah. Bye. Like, Jesus, why do you? I just, I can't. I can't. But then, read the room. Part- truly anyways and as he's leaving he's like um i'm sorry and if you want to talk i'm here it's like well like what are you talking to like no stop he had a big old cauldron of shit and he was stirring (laughs) stir that pup he stirred it asher then grabs lily's shoulder way too hard um and tells jonah to scram um and kind of not kind of he explodes at lily and says like what the fuck are you doing hugging somebody else maya and lily's mom see this whole thing unfold 
and Lily's mom is like, I'll be taking her home now. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonah, or not Jonah, Asher's left standing there saying, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. And then Lily says, or thinks, then why did you do what you just did? Mm-hmm. Maya and Lily end up having a sleepover. Um, and she's struggling with the thoughts of Asher and how she should be feeling and the fact that he's giving her a bruise and all of this. And there's a sneak attack selfie from Maya of them like hanging out in their pajamas. And she can see that there's bruising on her shoulder in the selfie. And mm, Lily brushes it off and says that it's nothing. Yeah, I got to admit, it's not looking too good for Asher at that point. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Somebody who loves you shouldn't bruise you from grabbing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Back to just you in the as studio. I was about to, <laughs> thank you, Chantel. Well, over here, I was just about to put my cuticle cream on, but now oh. I have to take a quick break. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is May 9th, five months after. So we meet Dr. Monica Powers, who is beautiful and also a quote, gender confirmation surgeon at Mills Peninsula Medical Center in Burlingame, California. Thank you very much. Wow, that was a mouthful, and you Thank did a you. great job. Yes. Thank you. Um, she is also a trans woman herself, and she talks about what being there was a lot of really great information here. Mm-hmm. Um, Truly, there was. If you haven't read the book and you're listening to this for some reason, but you have like interest in this, read the book because I'm not going to mm-hmm. give the full. Mm-mm the full breakdown of everything but this was really well done anyway that made it made me think i was this was a chapter i was like is this maybe the chapter that they flipped on me true i don't know true true okay true but also the other one was good too the lizzie one so yeah but i mean it doesn't mean that um like jody didn't read it and jennifer gave feedback true true exactly they would have for sure gone back and forth with feedback Okay, so she talks about what being transgendered means. Um, Olivia thinks about how exhausting it would be to constantly have to prove your right to exist, which was one fucking time that Olivia finally got it right. (laughs) Um, She compares, this is Dr. Monica Powers, she compares your dominant gender identity to your dominant hand, which I thought was a really good um, illustration of what that means. She talks about how, because you, like, anyway, yeah. When she explained Um, it that way, I was like, well, I already am, like, be you, whoever, whatever. But that really made it sink in, like, yeah, this is not something. Anyways. Yes. It was a great illustration. Mm -hmm. Um, She talks about how last year nearly 30 trans people were murdered, and this year already four have been um which doesn't really look good for Asher. She explains what the steps required to transition are and more specifically Lily's course. Jordan asks about her surgery and whether she could enjoy a healthy sexual relationship. And the answer is yes. Um, Olivia observes that Asher looks validated by this and his jaw is clenched. And here is why I want to say the entire time I've been feeling, Olivia is only seeing what she wants to see. She's not actually... And again, communication. 
mm-hmm. why aren't we talking about this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, ugh. Anyway. Um, now it is the prosecution's turn. They ask, wasn't Lily a little young for the surgery? And it's get- giving me, like, kind of transphobic vibes. Mm-hmm. And they're taking, like, a, they're they're talking to a literal professional and, like, asking essentially denying like saying what you did was wrong Mm -hmm. but she's like i Uh, think i know i this is literally my job like yeah i am the best at it so yes yeah um dr powers confirms that you would never be able to tell or see any scars and she's essentially like i'm really fucking good at my job so yeah So fuck you. Goodbye. That's the point. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Olivia is remembering back to when her and Brayden went to ah oh, this part. We were talking about this yesterday. Back to when her and Brayden went to the museum um, on one of his days off, and they had an absolutely wonderful time um, until they go to leave, and it's raining, and Brayden essentially blames her for the rain and that she planned this without bringing an umbrella and all this stupid shit, and he belittles her. Um, at the train station, a woman saw this all happen, and when Olivia sits down on the train, the woman discreetly takes her hand, which is like a cute little solidarity, but mm-hmm. also fucked. Yeah. yeah. Um, Olivia like... runs in. Yeah, just just so sad. Olivia runs into Mike. It's really awkward. He asks if anyone has bothered her recently. She notices that he is dressed down and she asks if he's there for the prosecution. And he tells her that, quote, I came for you, end quote. Hmm. This weird. This weird. Well, I feel like they're going to get together or something. Yeah, I obviously. But like, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. It's just really weird. Okay. Why you be arresting well, people? Yeah, well, like I know that it's his job, but like you can't have pick a pick a lane. Like you can't just <laughs> go all over the place. Truly, like, truly, <laughs> stay in your lane, bud. <laughs> okay, who we got on the stand now? Coach Lacroix. He talks about how he knows Asher. He's got good grades. That if he had a son, he'd want him to be like Asher. Blah blah blah. Asher, blah. Asher, he, Asher. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> he, exactly. Asher fucking fields. Um, he tells the jury that Asher is very mature for his age. Blah blah blah. Gina, the prosecution, brings up the fighting and hockey and the math exam thing and blah blah blah. It's it's neither here nor there. Pretty boring. He's mm-hmm. just a character mm-hmm. witness. Olivia is next on the witness stand, and guess what? Fucking Brayden is here. Hello! Surprise! I wrote, for fuck's sake. It's me. Hi. Hi. I'm the problem. Literally. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) So, Olivia and Jordan are both angry that Brayden is there, obviously. She tells him that just because he paid Asher's bail doesn't mean he gets to act like he has a relationship with him. Um, And then Brayden says that they were seeing each other once a month until Asher stopped replying to his texts because he was in jail. And Olivia had no fucking idea. So Brayden leaves. Olivia breaks the fuck down because she's like, wow, you lied to me. And this is like, it's almost as if um, Olivia is like keeping score, like Asher innocent, Asher guilty. And this would go in like the Asher guilty column. So I think it's like Mm -hmm. even more hard for her to comprehend. Um, Asher asks for a minute alone with Olivia. 
we find out that Ben Flanders, who is the guy that Asher was texting that Jordan asked about, and he said it was a hockey bro, was actually his dad. He tells it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He tells his mom, he says he wanted to know why he wasn't a part of his dad's life. Um, She remembers how as much as Brayden loved her, he hurt her and she would have done it all over again if she was given the choice just because of the whole experience. Um, Asher tells her that he was going to stop seeing him. She's wondering if Asher is just like Brayden. She asks him if he remembers his dad and Asher says no, except for there was that like cute little Santa outside Mm -hmm. look at Santa thing. Um, And she wonders if that is when Brayden taught Asher to lie. So there's another little tick in the guilty box. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Love this. We finally got the title tie-in. We both Mm -hmm. love a title tie-in. Love that. Loved it. We find out that Mad Honey is to be avoided. Um, It comes from bees that forage on road rhododendrons rhododendrons, rhododendrons. and mountain in the back See? yeah that's cute so it comes from bees that forge on rhododendrons and mountain laurel and it is full of poisonous gray antotoxins essentially it'll kill you it'll make you go crazy it'll make you go crazy it's bad for you give me a hit off that mad honey doby i mean <laughs> i mean sometimes you just be a little mad honey so that's the title that's good to know right mm-hmm. i swear yes. to god i'm almost done i just got one more big old pair <laughs> i swear i'm almost done i've just got five more pages <laughs> okay <laughs> olivia takes the stand she is obviously hella nervous She's remembering how Brayden made her walk home once after a party in the sleet and the snow. That was pretty fucked up because she spilled a glass of wine on him. Like, he's just the worst, right? He is. Jordan starts questioning her. He wants to know about Asher as a kid. Olivia is remembering how Brayden is a liar and how Asher lied to her. So it's kind of clouding, like, how she's feeling right now. She thinks about how Asher's help when Brayden was attacking her was an act of defense, but also an act of violence, which is interesting, mm-hmm. but also, like, he was a baby. Mm-hmm. <sighs> she tells the... I mean, I feel like Olivia needs a therapist. Like, she needs to go um, and talk yeah. to someone about this. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Um... She tells the jury that she knows Asher is a protector because he's been protecting her since he was six. She wants everyone to know because she's tired of hiding and she's scared that maybe Lily was too. <sighs> she tells the jury that she knows what abuse looks like and that Asher isn't an abuser with her fingers crossed under her thigh. Not cool. Not she thinks cool. she's lying on the stand. Ugh. <sighs> not cool we got a 10 minute break asher and olivia uh, asher and olivia talk he tells her that he knew about the abuse um olivia knows that some parts of her have already found asher guilty Uh, mike ends up catching her in the hall and tells her that not every man is like brayden so 
interesting. Um, it's almost like, is he saying like, your son isn't like his father or like, I'm not like Brayden, you know? Mm-hmm. Gina is questioning Olivia. She's bringing up the bruises. She's asking if you can love someone who inflicts harm. Um, And then we find out that Olivia will never tell Asher that the day he interfered between the abuse with Brayden, Brayden had actually thrown Asher across the room into a wall. That's fucked. That is fucked. Who does that to their fucking child? Two and a half months before. Lily's at school and this is the first time she's been in a girl's locker room. Um, she's noticing the difference between how girls and boys act in locker rooms, um, how some girls are obviously confident in themselves and other girls look in the mirror and say like, kill me now kind of thing, which she remembers that, um, she remembers thinking that essentially, Mm -hmm. But she also realizes the gift of being a trans woman um, and remembers back to when it wasn't like that. Um, She's also remembering like the um, like how she's able to see how both sides of gender operate behind closed doors. Yes. yes. Which is a very interesting perspective to have because not a lot of people do have that perspective Mm -hmm. and like i Mm -hmm. feel like that that she was seeing that as a gift which is kind of cool yes and like the fact that there were also very major differences but also similar parallels like Mm -hmm. the confident Mm -hmm. girls Mm -hmm. there was girls who were maybe a little less Mm self-confident like self-confident and they were watched the confident girls where it would be the same in the Mm -hmm. boys locker room yeah dongs everywhere yeah yeah um there's a presentation put on by the rainbow alliance um there are some non-binary and afab um transgender males that are presenting um and they explain that the rainbow alliance will be attending talks at Dartmouth with Kate Bornstein and Janet Mock, which are both um, authors. Uh, one's a gender theorist and one's a trans rights activist, which oh, cool. oh. they are real people. Maybe look into them if you'd like to look, know a little bit more. Um, and they are going to be having a drag ball and there's going to be weekly like meetings and drop-ins if you just want to chat um lily is feeling proud about how far things have come for the lgbtqia2s folk over the course of her life um but she has no interest in joining um she doesn't want them to know who she is um and she's feeling uh, i feel like essentially it would out her and she's like feeling bad that she's not willing to do that right now exactly so then she feels like she's feeling transphobia and self-hatred because of that. Exactly. Um, she's feeling like she could help somebody, but exactly, she'd have to ca- come out. She's proud of who she is, but all she's wanted to be is a girl. And is it so wrong to be left alone and to just fit in? Um, I don't and it makes her wonder if she needs to spend her life being the trans girl um 
And the question that she continually asks herself is being is being trans the truth of who I am or who I was? Am I even trans still? What makes me any different from other girls? Which 100%. All, all valid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then she's wondering, like, is everything that happened to me before I was 17 going to be the most important stuff about my life, like the next 70 years, mm-hmm. which very valid, mm-hmm. or is what all I just said, the complete opposite. She's struggling mm-hmm. with like both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Um, so then she's reflecting back to the last night she was with her dad. Obviously he cut off all of her hair and stormed off to the bar. Um, and her mom finds her comatose essentially on the kitchen floor. And then two hours later they were gone with Boris. They stop in California at a rest stop called Lily Hollow, and this is where Lily decides her name and explains to her mom that she is a girl, and Lily's mom says, Lily, you've always been a girl, which is Oh, she's so accepting. Mm -hmm. Um, There's talk about um, her starting to go to the doctor and getting on puberty blockers then as everybody else is going through puberty she's feeling a little dysmorphia there and then is put on estrogen and then is starting to feel dysmorphia about I guess her bottom half Mm. um which maybe that's not the right way to say that no I think you're right and also just the trauma um then we're back in Adams. She takes a wrong turn as she's wandering around um, and she ends up being lost. A man calls after her in French. Um, she knows this because she is a very smart woman. He follows her. Um, oh, as yeah, she, this like, fucking guy. Yeah, ick. She's getting increasingly nervous as he follows and gets closer. Um, she looks at her phone and no signal. There is a bar ahead and she's trying to make it there. Officer Newcomb, or sorry, Detective Newcomb, um, drives by and stops her and making sure that she's okay. This keeps with her as the sketchy man walks by and whisp- he whispers to her, well, didn't you get lucky? Which, eh, ugh, hate it. Not cool. Um, That's really Mike- fucked. What yeah. would you do? You're like, ah. I would have been like, did you not just hear what he said to me? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, God, it makes me feel nauseous thinking about yeah. being in that situation. situation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and being being nervous. And then I feel like in that situation, I probably would have been like, is this real? Am I going to be? Am I nervous? Am mm-hmm. I overthinking? Mm-hmm. Am I overanalyzing? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then having that validated would like make me shit my pants. Mm-hmm. yeah well i 100 percent like wouldn't want to leave my house without somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck. um mike ends up taking her home and tells her that she might want to stay away from that side of town and la chaise am i taking it home now you're taking, it, taking home. it home okay stay with me again because i got a lot to say <laughs> i'm here i'm waiting okay okay, okay. Bread. okay. This is what shit's shit's going down. It was hard yes. to stop. <laughs> I wanted to keep reading. Okay. May 9th to 13th, five months after. 
Jordan is very mad at Olivia. He says that she just single-handedly tanked his whole defense, which sucks. <laughs> um, Asher wants to be put on the stand. Jordan says no. He says he puts him on the stand or he's fired. And he also kicks his mom out of all the legal meetings. So goodbye. He's Hi, mom. Now. See ya. He's like, I'm taking the reins in my future. So Asher is mad and says he's not his father and all she needed to do was trust him. Olivia remembers how his father has said something almost identical to that to her in the past. And Asher gets on the stand. Jordan is questioning him. He asks him about Lily. He asks if they ever fought and what the last fight was about. Um, Jordan asks if Lily ever told him that she was trans. And Asher says, actually, she did. She told me and I didn't care. <laughs> Which Excuse is like, me. don't you think Jordan should have asked him, like, prepared him for that? <laughs> like, you would think. You would think. <laughs> like, maybe don't ask that question. I don't know. Mm-mm. So Gina is now stoked, the prosecutor, because this just validates her whole, like, uh, argument. And she starts her questioning. So she's trying to make Asher say that he was pushed when Lily told him pushed angry maybe is what i meant mm. to write yeah that she was angry when lily told him but he explains the timeline of how it all happened so it was they slept together lily retreated and they weren't speaking for a little bit um then lily told him that she was transgender um And then everything, like, there was that small break, but then Asher was good. He just needed a moment to think about it. And then we have Asher taking Lily to see her dad, which was not great. And then we have a silent treatment again because um, Lily is pissed. And then we have a dad Lily. So that's Mm -hmm. the timeline. Um, Gina is trying to say that Asher is a liar. She's also trying to get a, a rise out of him to no avail. He keep, keeps his cool on the sand. Jordan asks for redirect and asks if he discussed his feelings with Lily after finding out she was trans and taking some time to process. He says that he told her that he loved who she was, not what she was, which is really cute and mature. Mm-hmm. Jordan is pissed again. He says that Asher just ruined his defense. So Olivia did, and then Asher, and that the jury already thinks he is a liar. So that's not good. Well, oh. All right. So turns out that the judge has a little case of food poisoning. So court is postponed until Monday. Asher won't talk to Olivia. Jordan tries to find something that he may have missed in the case to exonerate Asher. So he's just reviewing everything. Like, he's like, fuck. It's like a Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. (laughs) Blessed are... Will we ever forget these things? (laughs) Or are they just in our brains forever? I don't remember. Well, they've changed a bunch of shit in church now. If you've gone to church. The Apostles' Creed is, like, all different. What? Yeah. What's the Apostles' Creed? 
you learned that one later. Apostle three, apostle four, apostle four, (laughs) seven apostles more, eight apostle, nine apostle, ten apostle, eleven, twelve apostles are there. This is our creed. All I remember. Come to watch it. Judas, 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 Judas. Come to our church, the Church of the Book Club Babes. We'll teach you Hell about yeah. Hail Mary. All right. So, <laughs> Selena. So, the house is like bad vibes all around. No, no good no. vibes there. Mm-mm. No. Selena tells Olivia that they are going out drinking and that they are going to the bar. <laughs> Selena's the best. Like, she's like the she girl is. you need in your corner. Yes. And they end up at La Chaise. Which I thought was very weird. Mm-hmm. But nothing comes Sounds like that, it's really. the only bar in town. True, true, true. All right. So they're at the bar. They're chatting about the case. Olivia asks Selena if she thinks Asher is guilty. Selena pretty much says it doesn't really matter because Olivia is going to love her son always, no matter what. Olivia is thinking about how she knows what it's like to regret something and what it's like to start over again. So essentially, she's thinking, like, if Asher's convicted, he's going to need me. So I got to stay here for him. The bartender notices this is one shit. This is good. This is good. Okay. Uh (laughs) The bartender notices a bruise on Selena's shoulder and tells her to leave him. And so, and Olivia's like, oh, fuck. Like, she's like, Mm -hmm. she's automatically like, of course, because that's her lived experience. So that's what she would assume, right? Um, Selena says, quote, Olivia, your brother isn't like Brayden. He doesn't lay his hands on me unless I expressly invite him to. Olivia says, ew. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, you wouldn't want to hear that about a sibling. You wouldn't want to hear that about a sibling. No, no. Yes, daddy. Mommy. Okay. <laughs> she explains, uh, Selena explains how since she had her hysterectomy, she is now on estrogen and that she bruises like a peach. And then she realizes uh-huh. Lily would have been on estrogen too. Does this explain the bruising? <gasps> so they rush home they wake asher up at 1 a.m and ask him what lily's sickness symptoms were when she was had the flu or whatever they thought she had asher says she had a fever and a headache selena tracks down a harvard doctor to look over lily's autopsy report he agrees to testify because his findings are different Things are in motion. I'm getting, like, the chills. I'm getting the chills just talking about it. Asher still won't talk to Olivia, and she's thinking that if he's convicted, this is what it will be like as she walks the, like, empty house without talking to him. Um, But if he's not, he may never talk to her again for believing the worst. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. that's your fucking fault. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's a choice. You made that choice. See, mm-hmm. I think even from the beginning, I wasn't like, I didn't think Asher was terrible. I don't know. I don't know. But I could be wrong. I mean, we haven't read the whole book, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Okay. Monday morning. Court is happening. Court is on. What do they call court that? Is in court session. is in <laughs> Court is in session. It's on, bitches. It's on <laughs> like Donkey Kong. Yeah. Imagine that's how they started court. 
It's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Proceed. Proceed. <laughs> okay, so Dr. Benjamin Olway? Olway? Benjamin Olway? Button. Benjamin Button takes the stand. He does not agree with the original manner and cause of death. This was way over my head. I like oh, followed yeah. it, but didn't mm-hmm. like really. I was so like, I'm okay, just... blood disorder. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all right, okay. Uh, so get to the point. So anyway, so he thinks Lily had more blood around her brain than what was normal for someone who died from a uh something from the injury that their original guy wrote down rather than a skull fracture. Wait, no, from a different injury than what the guy wrote down. Okay, so which means that he thinks he thinks Lily had some sort of blood disorder that contributed to her death. And then I wrote down, wow, there's a lot of technical brain bleeding autopsy stuff happening. But essentially, the doctor thinks she had a form of anemia called TTP, which is either inherited or acquired. You can acquire it from disease, transplants, pregnancy, hormone ther- therapy, and estrogen. The classic symptoms of this are... Fever, anemia, thrombrospenia, something I can't say. Ashley, where are you at? Tell us what these medical yeah. terms are. Yeah. Oh, and Ashley Jessica. And Jess, yeah. Um, renal and neuro- neurological symptoms. He's certain that Lily had it, and she would bruise if someone grabbed her. He asks, Jordan asks, if a girl with undiagnosed TTP could accidentally fall down the stairs and he says yes and could the fall cause blunt force trauma the doctor says yes jordan is now going for reasonable doubt Mm -hmm. he's like this is my defense reasonable Mm -hmm. fucking doubt all right it's the prosecutor's turn she asks if lily had ttp would it change the cause of death he says, no, not really. She asks if a, this was fucked. She asked if a girl with undiagnosed TTT, TTP could still be hit in the head and pushed down a flight of stairs by her boyfriend. And Jordan's like, oh, wait, no. What does he say? Objection. Uh, objection. And the judge is like, yeah, you can't say that. And then Sustained. Gina, yeah, Gina's just like smirk. Mm. She's just like smirk, no, smirk at the No drink. further questions. No further questions. It's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah beach <laughs> okay then mike sits beside olivia he asks her how she's holding up he tells her about the first time that he had to testify and how much that sucked i'm not going to go into it i don't think it's really mm-hmm. relevant but he asks if he can sit beside her okay the judge addresses the jury tells them the seriousness of their decision and that they need to be unanimous we got a closing statement from jordan um, as he's talking, Olivia realizes that Asher can't be guilty. <laughs> like, sh- I don't know. That's just see- like, what? What a Girl. great time to come to that conclusion. Yeah, exactly. Not at the beginning or like, you know, when you Not had to five fucking months ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Now it's Gina's turn. She says their relationship was dysfunctional and that he killed her, blah, blah. All right. So now it's over. Jury debating. Jordan and Selena bring Sam to the farm because they don't know how long the jury is going to be 
sorry, deliberating, not debating. Um, Olivia remembers a time when Asher was in second grade and he was suspended for punching a kid who was bullying him. Um, Olivia took him out for ice cream and told him to always defend himself. So she brings him a bowl of ice cream um, up to his bedroom and refuses to leave. He eats a little bit of ice cream and she takes this as like an olive branch. Or rather, she's trying to say, like, this is an olive branch and he's eating it, so he's reciprocating. Asher asks if it was the pathologist that changed her mind, and Olivia realizes that it had nothing to do with Asher and everything to do with her own experiences, which is like, yes, a hundred fucking thousand percent. Yeah. Mind blowing revolution. Mind <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. But also, like, Jordan's a really good lawyer if he yes. just convinced the mother. <laughs> yes, true. Oh, my I'm God. I'm not sure about my son. I am now sure. A hundred percent, yeah. Uh, he tells her that when he punched that kid, it was because he was talking shit about her. He had said, you moved here because you were a punching bag. That sucks. He tells her that when Lily told him she was trans, he wanted to talk to Olivia about it, but didn't want to betray Lily, which is, like, so um, thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Realizes that he accepted her the way that she was, and he told her he loved her, and he still does. And Olivia says, I believe you. And it's because Asher isn't like Brayden. He's like Olivia. And he still believes in love, just like her. Dang. Mm. Dang. Mm. Mang. Dang, mm. mang. Dang, mang. Okay, so tell me. Tell me. Tell me. I don't think I have, like, any... I have nothing. I want to hear. I think, I, she like... fell... I think she fell down the stairs. Yes. Yes. Because of the but... neurological thing, that can explain the weird text message. Yeah. And... But the thing that always gets me is that the door, somebody knocked at the door and it was left open. But also, if she's experiencing something, I guess that could explain things too. Like maybe like, she left the door open after Dirk visited? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have, I have Or nothing. like, was the door knocking Asher? Mm. And that's when she fell? Maybe. I don't honestly. But Asher says that when he got there, the door was open, right? It was open, yes. So what if he, like, what if it wasn't fully lashed and when he knocked on it, it opened? Opened. Maybe, And and he said the door was open because Mm -hmm. that would be an open door, essentially, if when you knock, it opens. True. And, like, obviously, I wouldn't know what having TTP is and what a neurolog having a neurological, like, episode would be like. Thankfully. I imagine it would just be awful. Yeah. Like you confusing. wouldn't be using. You would, yeah. yeah. I don't hmm. know. I'm still looking at Dirk, though. I'm really hoping mm-hmm. that we get some answers there because he's sus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I wonder if Brayden's going to come back around because Olivia Ugh. essentially just ruined his reputation, like, yeah. in court. Yeah. Um, you're the worst. Give me. Uh, did you want to circle back about what Deb was saying about oh yeah can you empathize with Olivia on the stand and her testimony or do you wish 
she had believed in Asher. I wish she had believed in Asher. Because at the end, as she says, like, Asher is half her, half Brayden. Mm-hmm. And it's like she didn't even consider that he might be more like her than he is her. like yeah. Brayden. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And after, I still just don't like the fact that he did have anger issues mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. outbursts and react reactive that way and would put his hands on her mm-hmm. that's not appropriate I still mm-hmm. feel like that's not appropriate that's why I'm like still on the fence and I'm happy that Olivia got to say her truth though I don't think that that's probably the right setting um though it did explain some things but mm-hmm. I feel like she should have been like I feel for Asher yeah um now that we know about the bruising though like I still don't think he should have put her his hands on her but he could have just grabbed her much more lightly Mm -hmm. than what was implied based on the bruising does that also I wonder if that disorder also like increases pain or like maybe because she would she said at the fencing tournament like out or hurting yeah. me yeah like hmm. yeah but then there also was that incident after they saw asher's dad mm, yes and he was yeah that Angry. was no good that was cruel yeah so i don't know, don't know. Don't i don't know. think asher did it though i don't like think the he... blanket part yeah i don't think that he did it no i don't think he did it i'm either assuming that there's another player involved Or Mm -hmm. she fell down the stairs. And this Mm -hmm. TTP thing is eye-opening for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, I guess we're just going to have to find out next week. Hey, we finished the book! Okay, let's finish the book next week. Okay, finish it. Finish him. Finish him. (laughs) What's the Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat! (laughs) Finish him! (laughs) get over here Kombat. <laughs> thank you so much for listening please join us over at the book club babes facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on instagram at bookclubbabes.pod if you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand-friendly, but don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.